A transcript of this podcast episode is available in the show notes of the Buzzsprout podcast site, or if you are listening on another podcast player, you can go to storiesfrompalestine.info and read along in the related blog post for this episode. You are listening to Stories from Palestine podcast, a podcast that is recorded in Palestine and about Palestine. My name is Crystal. I am a Dutch woman who is married to a Palestinian and I live with my husband and two children in Beit Safafa between Jerusalem and Bethlehem. I study the tour guide program at the Bethlehem Bible College and I produce a weekly podcast about the history and cultural heritage of Palestine. If you want to get a weekly email reminder when a new episode is online, if you want to follow the podcast for photos and extra content on social media, or if you want to do a much appreciated donation on the Kofi platform, then click on the link in the show notes of this podcast. In this week's episode, you are joining us on a hike. I was invited by my friend Rosemary, who is also married to a Palestinian and lives very close to our house in Beit Safafa, to join for a one and a half hours hike, followed by an iftar meal at sunset. We are still in the month of Ramadan, and the end of Ramadan is expected around the 12th or 13th of May. The hike was organized by the Palestinian Association for Mountain Sports Development, and the food was cooked by the women of Noor Empowerment Group that we talked about two episodes ago. So I brought my recorder to talk to the organizers and the participants about hiking and mountain climbing in Palestine. But before we start walking, let me introduce you to Rosemary, who is a super energetic and enthusiastic volunteer, to explain you a bit more about the PAMSD. I keep forgetting the abbreviation, so I had to write that down. Rosemary, can you introduce yourself? I'm Rosemary Norton, and I come from France, and I moved to Palestine in September 2017, where I had the idea of taking a break because I had just obtained my diploma because I'm an osteopath, and I wanted to, to travel a bit, and I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do, and I had friends living here, so I came, and then after that, I started to do volunteering and uh, combining humanitarian work with uh, osteopathy. Then after that, I met my husband, which I met in Ein Karem, in the center where I was volunteering. And we got married quite quickly. His name is Khaled. <laughs> he comes from uh, Akka and we're both living in Jerusalem now since three years already. What are the activities that you do in your daily life? I'm an osteopath, so my main aim is to really develop the healthcare here in Palestine, in Jerusalem where I'm living, in Bethlehem, and I've been working in different clinics that are already existing with physiotherapists, but because osteopathy, I'm like a pioneer of osteopathy here, it's not really existing. I know that there's a chiropractor living not far in Metzahur, and every so often I meet people that are a bit in the field. I'm really the first, so people don't know what osteopathy is. I'm really wanting to develop the healthcare, but I've learned and what my passion is about. Osteopathy, which is a manual therapy that really benefits for everybody and believes in the ability of the body to heal itself, self-regulation. So we're not using any medications, we're using 
just the hands and understanding exactly the body. So this is what I'm doing. And now I'm working in Jerusalem East and also doing volunteering in the Nur Rehabilitation Center, where I'm the osteopath there since a couple of years now, maybe two or three years. And also, well, I love sports and climbing and hiking. I love to meet new people. So I got involved also with PAMSD, Christelle, <laughs> <laughs> the Palestinian Association Mountain Sports Development which uh, we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah, because you were the one who introduced me to that. I knew that in the last years, there were a lot of new initiatives about hiking and rock climbing. I remember even going to Batir and meeting a couple with two children that just came from rock climbing in the Wadi Magroer. So they had probably been with you because I think that's the kind of things that you do. So can you just explain... Before we go on the hike, what is P-A-M-S-D? <laughs> I will never get it. P-A-M-S-D. <laughs> P-A-M-S-D, it's an organization. It's registered like its official organization. It's Palestinian Association for Mountain Sports Development. Me, I've only been involved with it since a couple of years, 2019. So The people who have founded it are Palestinians. It's run by Palestinians. So, of course, me, I'm here before and I'm in active Palestinian society. I'm not a tourist. I'm just part of this Palestinian organization. And I met Hijazi, who is one of the founders of PAMSD and who's very active today. He's a Palestinian guide since maybe 30 years. He's been a tour guide for a lot of French tourists because he loves France. He's a French speaker. And then in parallel to his private activity, he founded PAMSD in 2014. There were workers and volunteers and the team that has evolved. It's a very alive organization that's always very dependent on the people that are willing to give their time and to give their ideas, to share their ideas. So even anybody who wants to get involved with PAMSD can. Just the way I did it, very naturally, actually. I just one day started to... So I, I met Hijazi in 2018. He was with... He was with... You want me to tell you how I met him or no? Yeah, tell me. Yeah. So I had a French friend who was a tourist here in Palestine. She was with a group. And she told me that she'd be in Bethlehem and have lunch. And so we decided that we'd meet up one day. It was three years ago in April 2018. So when I went, that time I was really interested in meeting more the Palestinians than to seeing French group of people. So I was happy to see her. It was great. She was actually the model of a friend. So, uh, so it was nice to see her. But I was really interested in Hijazi, like where he comes from, what was his background, everything. Like, And we talked and he asked me, do you rock climb Rosemary? We have the project to open a climbing center soon. So even PAMSD exists since 2014. The climbing hall that's indoor climbing in Bethlehem exists three years or something. So when you take the year of COVID-19 uh, out, because there was a whole year where we did nothing at all, it's just been active since a couple of years. And now you are, every week once, you are at the climbing center volunteering. And can you tell me a bit about that? Who comes there And why is it important? Is it the only climb center that is existing in Bethlehem? For now, yes, I think it is the only climbing hall. Actually, it's sure. After in Ramallah, Wadi Climbing, and they're doing great activities there. It's really, really nice place. I've been a few times, but it's a bit far also. So I've spent a lot more time with PAMSD. And the concept is not the same also. PAMSD, it's an organization 
that's run by Palestinians for Palestinians. And our activities, yes, we're trying to be the most active possible. There's a, a whole program, a whole schedule for the whole year of 2021 that's already organized and that's already in place. So since one month, because of the Ramadan, people are fasting, so people are a bit tired, so everything's slowed down. So there's just this hike mid-Ramadan that we decided to make, but it's more for the friends of PAMSD, the volunteers, the close friends, the people that are always involved. And there's people that come quite regularly to climb, to hike. And this is our aim to get a community of people that enjoy gathering and meeting. And if they want to come once, they can. But if they can come weekly or every two weeks and build a community in this way and to share and to participate also in PAMSD, it's great. So there was more for the more intimate people, but we ended up over 30 people for the hike. And for example, I'm thinking about taking my children to the climbing hole. Why would you say that climbing is a good activity for kids to do? Well, you can just ask them and see for yourself. They absolutely love climbing. Kids generally love it. If they don't, at least they've tried. It's an activity where maybe some children won't, won't, but generally children really love it. And not just children, uh, a lot of people have great passion with uh, rock climbing, actually. Climbing is something that's a bit exciting because it can be a bit frightening to start climbing and you're going to have a harness around the waist and you're going to have a rope. If you're going outside in the climbing hole also, you can do it. It's a small climbing hole, so it's more for initiation to climbing. If you're a good rock climber, probably like to spend one day over there and then you won't come back because it's, it's more to have the initiation to climbing. It's exciting because you're, you're going up the wall, you're climbing up, you've got adrenaline, you've got stress, you're supported by someone. If you reach the top or if you don't, well, people will be really happy for you. It's a journey that's really personal when you're climbing. But in the end, you're living it with everybody that you're climbing with. And it's not something that you do on your own to climb, really. It's something that you do in a team. But in the end, when you're climbing, you're on your own and you've got the support of other people. I'm so happy when I see people achieving things that were complicated for them, reaching the top. And when they reach the top, everybody's happy. Or we give them advice while they're climbing. We tell them, yeah, put your foot there and stuff. And it's just, we're all together in it. And it's just really a fun moment. Is it mainly children that are interested to do that? Or do you have a lot of Palestinians who are coming? Are there any women coming? Yes, we do have women. And also we want to empower women. For me personally, because everybody's got their experience or their idea of how PAMSD grew. But me, since two, three years, where I've committed to volunteering and being with them. It's really in the idea to empower women. For example... I had my friend Saja, whom I was working with, who's a physiotherapist. I told her, yes, come climb with us, come hike. And then after uh, she liked it, you know, and she had never really been hiking uh, before. She had never climbed before, for sure. And she really enjoyed it. And then it was her who was sending me text messages to come and join them to hike and to open new trails. Because PMSD also does hiking, so we're opening new trails in different areas where there's no hiking trails. And she's really actively part of PMSD now. And she comes also to open the climbing center on Thursdays afternoon. As physiotherapist also, it's a, it's a, well, I, need, I would need to talk to you about it because <laughs> we've got also a medical project where I can combine osteopathy with PMSD, physiotherapy, and create a medical team within PMSD so that we can bring in children who have disability. But I'm already doing it with not rehabilitation since January we've started, but I want to do it with a proper program where we're going to do a proper evaluation with this medical team of each child and what are the goals, what can they achieve, what can they do, what they 
can't do and to follow them like this in a medical way for it to be part of their rehabilitation program. So I think you'd really need to speak with all the different members of PAMSD for them to share with you their creative ideas and based on what they like. These people, they, they love photography, video, they, they're always filming like Sanad from uh, Nabruz. He does great videos of outings and he's very inspired by nature. And all these people, they're adding something to PMSD. They're part of it. And this is what we want to have a growing community in Palestine where people uh, appreciate hiking and that it inspires them and that they have friendships that they grow. They have like a social background thanks to PMSD. We do stuff together, you know, that we just have fun. It sounds great. I think we should go on the hike. The walk took us from the southern part of Batir towards the west into a forestry area and we actually walked and crossed the unmarked border or the green line into what is now the state of Israel but of course considered by Palestinians as historic Palestine that was undivided until 1948. The majority of the people in our group have West Bank ID cards which technically does not allow them to cross through checkpoints into Israel. But as you could hear in the two episodes about Batir a few weeks ago, Batir has a special situation since the armistice agreements in 1948. And there is no wall to prevent Palestinians from entering into Israel around Batir. Although there are Israeli soldiers patrolling in the area, but we did not encounter them during this walk. We walked with about 30 people during the last two hours of the day before sunset and before the iftar. Hello, what's your name? My name is Khalid. Khalid, what are we doing? Where are we walking and why? Hiking in uh, Batir. It's like hike before the iftar. We choose this time. So it will not be difficult for people that fasting. And uh, it's kind of one hour and a half hike. And we are now on the southern side of Batir. And is there a tour guide? Are we with someone who knows the way? Yeah, actually we are with some tour guide. His name is Hijazi. And there is also Bilal. He is local from here, from Batir. I will go and find them and ask them some questions about where we are. But is this something that you do more often? Yeah, yeah, there's all the time. We're organizing all the time hikes. Climbing, rock climbing, it's something like weekly. Now we stopped a little bit because of Ramadan, but usually we have weekly weekly activities. It's more about getting people involved in the nature, encouraging people more to go to the nature, to go to hike, to discover, and let also other people from outside Palestine to know the, the, the area. Is that something you feel that is part of the Palestinian culture, to go out hiking and exploring the nature? I think culturally, people like to go into nature. To make food, to gather in family in nature is something culturally there. But to make hikes in the way of hike, to walk for one hour, I think it's less. I think we need to work more to introduce it for people. Rock climbing is the same. I think even rock climbing is still less. We have gears now with us that started to climb, which is a great thing because it wasn't something usual for women or girls to go climb here and now girls are coming more and more and they like it and they're coming back all the time 
Do you think that maybe because of COVID, people started to explore more the nature around them than thinking about traveling? I think, yeah, I think it's a big reason of this. Usually you as Palestinian, you don't travel a lot, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, yes, people get tired from being home all the time. So nature is nice landscape for them and they will go. So, yeah. He knows. I'm walking here with a tour guide that I have known about for a long time and we have met each other but we haven't had the chance to talk to each other <laughs> very much and now we are on this hike and we see each other can you tell me a little bit about yourself about your work your hiking your tour guiding because i think that a lot of people who are interested to go to palestine would love to go hiking thanks it's nice to meet you again i'm hijaz Zaid. i'm a tour guide since 1998 i started my let me say, profession and passion as a guide for Palestine, as historical religious city tours. By 2008, actually, I discovered that we have a high potential for creating hiking trails in Palestine and to attract people to walk in the country. Then we started to create the trails along the country. We started walking by ourselves, me and some other colleagues, to explore the area and connecting the villages together. And it was funny when we first met some villagers in their fields working. And so us walking and they said, what, what are you going? They said, we go from, let's say, from Batir to Hassan. Why we don't use a car? I said, want to walk. But are you okay? Aren't you crazy that you are walking? So we just, you know. And fortunately, by 2013, after I received several groups, internationals, definitely to walk in Palestine, we discovered when we meet the locals, either at their homes for homestays or sharing food, lunch or whatever, picnics in the fields. The shock for me was that many Palestinian new generations, mostly the youth, they have no idea about their country. They don't know it. And we can understand that due to the situation that some families, they are afraid about their children to be out in the nature to the settlers or do the occupation army could be stopped, could be questioned or harassed. So we started a new idea to create a new association for Palestinians. We call it Palestinian Association for Mountain Sports Development. And our target people are the Palestinians. We want Palestinians themselves to be in charge in this kind of activities. So we start our association in 2013. Do you have a favorite part of the West Bank where you like to hike? What is your top three? That's a good question, actually, for me. There is no favorite place, actually, because everywhere you go in this country, you have a beautiful things. Talking about the desert, the desert is the silence and even this, let me see, naked mountains are so beautiful, even at night or during the daytime. Either you're meeting some camels or gazelles or ibex, or you're walking in like this area in the forest, in the jungle, in the beautiful green terraces or walking in other valleys or mountains. So everywhere it has its own character. So there's no favorite place. The country is full, full and over, full of places where you can hide for other some hours or a day or several days. And now there's several trails in the country 
crossing West Bank from north to the south. And there's a lot of other cross trails from west to the east, including the local loop trails around the villages or areas like Batir area, Hussan, Madifukin, Halin, or Rashida, or engineering area. Wherever you go, you can walk and enjoy it. Ijaz, I have one more question. Do you feel that now, during the COVID, that you started to see more domestic tourism and more Palestinians getting out of their houses, trying to go hiking and be in the nature? Actually, this is a good question again, because since 2013, when we started our association to encourage Palestinians to come out and then to discover their country, we started seeing more and more people going out and more and more groups created along the country. Definitely, the time of the COVID, as people, they mostly they are at homes, they have nothing to do. They started getting more and more being out to walk and to discover their country. And maybe you know that a lot of hiking groups are organized along the weekends in the country. So yes, more people are going out and we see a lot of people. So like we say, we see the fruits of our seeds coming out. Alhamdulillah. Can I ask you, what's your name? Hala Kanan. And where are you from in Palestine? From Bethlehem. <laughs> Why are you joining this hike and what does it mean for you to do this hiking now when you probably were fasting today? Were you fasting today? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, since we are Palestinians, so when you love your land, so you must walk in it to get to know your land, everything in nature. So, yeah, you feel like there's a relation between yourself and your land. <laughs> And did you come because you had an invitation to come or did you hear about it in another way? I actually heard about it on Facebook. I asked about this group and we asked them to join them and it's very amazing how they organize everything here. So you had not been on a hike with them before? With this group, no. But I came here before with other groups while I was at college. Yeah, I came here with, you know, with my colleagues and we did this. <laughs> And so if you want to hike or walk in Palestine, there are different opportunities or options to do that? Yeah, actually, since, let's say, 2012, there began many, many groups from actually very young people, like from, let's say, 18 to 40. And they began to organize groups like this to, to walk in the lands from the east to east of Palestine. And it's really amazing ideas, I mean... To get to know lands that near to, to where you live, but you didn't get there before. And how do you feel? Because if you haven't had food or water all day... Oh, it's actually really hard. <laughs> but yeah, alhamdulillah, the weather is really good. And you will get <laughs> how we believe it. You will get... I don't know how to say it in English. <laughs> it's like azure. You, you will get more azure while you are walking. Yeah. I hope that you will make it for the next hour and then we will have our iftar together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Can you tell me your name? My name is Sanad. And where are you from? From Naples. And how did you get to this hike all the way down here to hours drive away in Batir? Do you know today is Tuesday, the road is full of traffic. So, but we leave Naples at one and we arrive Bethlehem here in Batir at four. So it's too long, really. 
but it's a deserve. Yeah, because what you are passionate about hiking or what? Yeah, for sure. I have a passion, a good passion for hiking, climbing, and also camping. Because here in Palestine, they have a good environment to be uh, connect with the nature. Yeah. So how often do you do that hiking? So I have a weekend. I have a Friday and I have a Saturday. So it's a chance for me to go outside. Do you go usually around Nablus or do you go all parts of the West Bank? This is the first time I, I cross my border to go in the west of Jerusalem for me. But all the time I used to go around surrounding all the West Bank from the south to the north. And it's full of rare and unique environment, unique landscape. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Do you have a preferred landscape if you got to make like a top three of areas that you prefer in Palestine? Uh, for ranking, I will put Batir in number one, <laughs> for sure. And also then I will put uh, the Dead Sea number two for its best place for camping and to see the sun rising on there. And for three, I will put al Kald Valley. This is also it's amazing valley full of water, full of springs, full of green. It's an amazing place. How do you find out about the trails that you want to hike? Is it organized or do you do that by yourself? Sometimes it's organized by some group. and We can contact each other on social media so we can meet and we can go organize all the trip. And sometimes I'm going for myself to explore some places. It's new for me because I was going since 2013. So it's a long time for me to go hiking. So we need to discover new places. And this trip now is organized by whom? It's organized by Palestinian Association for Climbing in Bethlehem. And how did you know about them? The first time when I met them in climbing here in Batir, because... For me, it's the first time I was climbing here, was in Batir. And then we know each other. And after that, we keep contact on WhatsApp and other group. And we met here. And when you speak about climbing, what should we imagine? How are the mountains? What kind of climbing is that? Okay, here it's different places in West Bank. For example, if you go to Jericho, it's flat. And if you're going, for example, to Nablus, it's full of mountain. And also in Batir, they have a mountain, depending about the area. What is climbing to looking for, it's for the heights and for the experience full of adrenaline. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then if you get up, do you go back upsiling or do you just climb back? Climbing and after that, when you go down, you're going by uh, siling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On the rope, back yeah. down. Like flying almost. Like jumping. Yeah, jumping. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I can fly. You can just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a quite liberating experience. I remember when I was maybe 12 years old as a girl and I was kind of maybe not the best in gymnastics and in sports. And then we went on a summer camp and that was the first thing we did was upsilen. And we went down from a mountain and after I did it, I felt like, oh my God, I can fly. I can do this. Yeah, it gave me so much courage. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's full of power, literally, full of adrenaline. You can feel your body is free. You can leave your hand and leave your leg and feel like a bird for some seconds. Yeah. 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 That's also interesting, like as a Palestinian not probably having that much chances to travel and to go abroad. So you really have to focus on 
what we call domestic tourism and doing things in your own country. Like, how do you experience that? Yeah, this is the idea for the hiking here in Palestine, really. We have a border, it's closed, and the occupation is controlled all over the West Bank. Because of that, we're going hiking through the West Bank as entire tourism. And we'll start for some group, and after that we find for every city have many groups to going outside, especially on Friday, because it's a weekend, so because of that. And also for us, it's a chance to discover my country, to discover it, because you know here the people full of fears to go outside, because they have a lot of checkpoints, they have a lot of settlement surrounding the village, surrounding the cities, because of that. We need to go outside the circle. We need just to feel confident, just to feel we are free to going outside, to erase our fears. Yeah. And it's a chance for us to go hiking and to feel like that. Did you ever experience that you were on a hike and you were coming too close to settlement and the situation was becoming difficult or tense? Or Yeah, it's happened for me a lot, really. Sometimes we face myself in my car the door and the stage of the settlement and Israeli soldier put the gun to my face and they're screaming on Hebrew and I cannot understand what's going on. I told him, please, can you speak Arabic? He said, no Arabic. I said, can you speak English? And no English also. So how we can contact each other? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And after that, he called another one and he called, yeah, we are so lucky because one of the soldiers speak English and we yeah. talk to him. I'm here by accidentally and uh, says for me, give me your ID. And he checked on computer and he said, okay, don't go here again. And we are so lucky to yeah. go to be alive until now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just you're on a hike. You're just wondering about discovering the area. And all of a sudden you find that there is a settlement and that you are in a kind of a danger zone for you. Yeah, that's that's crazy. For example, sometimes we face settlers. So it's more dangerous than the soldier. And they can do whatever you want. Sometimes through the rocks, sometimes they have guns. And we are, you know, we just go hiking here with just equipment for tea and coffee and enjoy it. And most of the time they come here with the guns to hiking. We have children also in our group, so we'll feel so, yeah. so horrible. Yeah. 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 Did you visit Nebis before? Yeah, yeah. I visited several times, actually. We're supposed to do it an excursion there, but because of COVID, it got cancelled all the time. So we didn't go. But I've been, yeah, I've been definitely at least 15 times. And I had the. It's crazy now. Bilal, can I ask you a question as we are walking? I just understood that we have actually crossed the border between the West Bank and what is now the state of Israel. How and where did that happen? And how is it possible that as Palestinians with West Bank IDs, we can walk here? <laughs> First of all, here, this place is open place and so easy. We are coming for the nature. 
and we do not do any problems to Israel. So they are letting us to enjoy the places. And I think Palestine and Israel, there is no walls between them. It's one, and we have to walk where we can. We love this place, and we can enjoy our land. I remember somebody explaining to some American tourists that, you know, Israel and Palestine is the same place. And they were looking at him like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, it's just what you call it. It's just a name. The location, the geographic location is the same. The hills are the same. The sea is the same. The plants are the same. Bilal, are you originally from Batir? Yeah, yeah. My roots are from Hussan and I'm living in Batir. And is this something that you do more often, take people on hike? Yes, yes, so beautiful to enjoy with the people, the hiking. We are coming to the nature and enjoy the nature and take care of the nature also. How do people find you if they want to organize something? Facebook page. They can find us and they can enjoy the hiking. And is this something that you take people on a hike that you explain them also about the history or the nature or the plants? First of all, the nature is the most important thing for us. Nature and to take care of the forest and the plants and a lot of things. And it's history and stories about us in the past. So it's a lot of stories. The hiking is joy. And I think it's a big knowledge. Do you ever meet also Israeli people here? Do they come and take this trail? Uh, sometimes, yes. But when people are meeting people, it's so kind and no problem. But when you see soldiers... They will say to you, go back to your home, don't come to here, it's uh, our area and something like this. But if you are meeting people, uh, one time we go, me and Merlin, to to hike. Then we forget the kettle. We have coffee, we have everything, but we don't have the kettle. And we find Jewish people are sitting, hello, how are you? We don't have a kettle, can you borrow us? And they gave us, and we make our coffee and return it back to them. It's a joy, it's a joy, why to be... uh, in a war in the yeah. life, why? We can be in a peace. Yeah. <laughs> the last part of the hike, I could not do any recording because we passed through an area that was swarmed with little flies, or maybe they were flying ants. We all covered ourselves and closed our mouth and we ran for several hundred meters. It actually reminded me of the days back in Holland when we would go out for a ride on the bike and just chatting, and then all of a sudden you would drive into a cloud of small flies and have your mouth full of flies. My daughter, Louisa, did not really appreciate that. So we climbed back up on the terraces, and we saw also the water channels of the irrigation system. You could also learn all about that in the two episodes of Batir that I recorded with Hassan Muamar, which was recorded on the other side of the town. So just go back several episodes and you will find them. As we saw the restaurant, which was our final destination, right in front of us, we heard the Quran reading from the mosque and we knew that in a couple of minutes the adhan, the call for prayer, would sound from the mosque and that is the sign that the day is over and the sun sets and then the Muslims in our group could break their fasting. We did not eat from the restaurant's kitchen. They kindly let us used their big terrace overlooking the beautiful valley, but we had home-cooked food from Noor Women Empowerment Group, the charity that you heard about in the previous podcast episode. So this was a way to generate some income for them and 
to generate some income for the work of the rehabilitation center and the school. And they brought makluba, the traditional Palestinian dish with rice and fried vegetables and chicken. And there was also bamia and salad and my favorite fried cauliflower in tahina sauce. So it was a buffet, self-service. If you are in Palestine and you are interested in joining the activities of PAMSD, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. I will post a link in the show notes. Their climbing hall is open three days a week, Sunday, Tuesday and Thursday, depending on the availability of the volunteers, so check in advance. I just went with my children and they really loved it. It's located in the mini mall above the central bus station in Bethlehem on the upper floor. Yeah, that's the building with the Kentucky Fried Chicken. On Fridays and Saturdays, there will be hiking and climbing days that will start after Ramadan. They worked on nine new hiking trails in the Bethlehem district. They are also working on creating memberships so that people will be coming on a more regular basis and the membership gives free access to the climbing hall. Several volunteers who had their training at PAMSD have started their own initiatives and PAMSD is very happy about that because that is actually part of their aims to empower Palestinians to start their own initiatives and to introduce more and more people to hiking and climbing. For example, Tales of Roots and To the Moon. These are other initiatives sprouted from PAMSD They offer hiking, climbing and camping in Palestine. Check the links in the show notes. If you are abroad and traveling to Palestine in the future, then you can also contact them to see what activities there will be at your time of visit. In the future, I will also do an episode about the Palestinian Heritage Trail, formerly known as Masar Ibrahim. This is a trail that runs from the north of the West Bank to the south, from Janine to Hebron. And it contains 330 mapped walking trails. Many local families and local guides on the trail have been trained to receive foreign tourists. And it's a wonderful way to discover and to explore Palestine while hiking. So that is an episode for the future. 
I would like to prepare you for the fact that I'm going to take a podcast break in June because I will, inshallah, be traveling to see my family in the Netherlands now that I am fully vaccinated and the airports are opening up. But that break will give you some time to catch up with older episodes that you haven't heard yet. And then I will be back in July and August with a special summer edition of shorter episodes while I will probably still be in Holland. Also, I came across an amazing podcast called Jerusalem Unplugged. I have so much enjoyed listening to some of the episodes, super interesting interviews, a wide range of people. It's all about the city, the life, the history of Jerusalem. Very well done. The people that are interviewed are very knowledgeable. So definitely that is a podcast you also want to check out. Jerusalem Unplugged. Also on Facebook and Instagram. And I will post a link in my show notes. And of course, in the show notes, also the link through which you can connect to the social media of Stories from Palestine podcast, the link to make a donation, and the link to sign up for the email newsletter. If you love the podcast, please share it with family and friends, and I hope you will tune in again next week. Oh, the iPad. <laughs>